the Sorkin Cast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first edition of the Sorkin Cast, an introduction, so to speak. My name is Matt Murdock. I am from sorkincast.wordpress.com. Now, I know that URL is a mouthful, but just think sorkincast.com and then put WordPress in the middle with the, the dots on either side. And it's easy to find. That's the podcast blog where you're going to be able to find all of the episodes of the podcast. You'll also be able to find contact links such as sorkincast at gmail.com or the Twitter, which is at SorkinCast, or the phone number, which is 314-669-1840, if you ever want to leave any feedback about the episodes that we cover. So, what is a Sorkin show? Because we'll basically be re-watching um, some of the classic Sorkin shows um, as they either were canceled or completed on television and I always like to think of Sorkin's shows as kind of a guilty pleasure. And I'll probably be looking at those shows through that kind of lens just a little bit. So I'm not likely to be overly critical, although I will be nitpicky about some things of Sorkin shows and that. But as long as you kind of keep this premise in mind about what Sorkin shows on a whole in general do then I think you'll be able to look at those shows and rewatch those shows with me with kind of a lens similar to mine. Here's, here's my definition of a Sorkin show. And again, these are shows written or produced by Aaron Sorkin, uh, the great writer, as some people in Hollywood like to think, or the terribly, <laughs> uh, what can you say, uh, the terribly overdramatic writer, as some other people might say. I happen to kind of dive into that stuff. I like the overdramatic, tend to be a little overdramatic myself, as many of you know, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But any Sorkin show consists of overdrawn caricatures. Now, not characters, mind you, although they are characters, but in essence, they become caricatures that uh, tend to talk fast, know too much, um, they usually have that one singular unrealistic weakness in relation to everything else about them, uh, which uh, tends to accommodate Sorkin's many uh, touchy-feely moments. The show's politics and its pop culture references always date it <laughs> and generally lean it to the left. Yet, the way that Sorkin puts all this stuff together with the dialogue and everything tends to make it endearing. Uh, at least during the moment when it airs. Also, something to consider is that almost every hero in any Sorkin show has to have some kind of daddy issue, um, especially with the shows that we'll be covering. Uh, also, Sorkin shows are, you know, as I mentioned, by all accounts, they're kind of a guilty pleasure. But they, uh, as I also said, they're they're sharply written. Um, usually he finds a fantastic cast to act out the roles that he creates and usually he finds a great set of directors to do great shots and 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 editors to to cut things to make everything work really well and and put you in the television show 
So that's why I kind of want to do a rewatching Sorkin kind of cast or the Sorkin cast. And I guess I should tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, this is not my first podcast, may not be my last. Um, I do a podcast called Podcast Winterfell, which up until season five uh, covered the television show um, and has covered the books and will continue to cover the the books of a Song of Ice and Fire series. Um, and I've also done other podcasts. I did a podcast called Keys to Lost, which covered the television show Lost. Um, at one point I was doing a podcast about Doctor Who. Seems like I never quite get to the end of any particular TV thing. Uh, podcast Winterfell is still going on, though. We are still talking about book stuff. Uh, and I do plan on getting through all of these Sorkin shows as quickly as I can. And I came to the decision that we're going to start with um, the Sorkin show that was on uh, NBC entitled The West Wing. Um, Now, it has seven seasons, so I don't want to lose everybody if they're not into that show. But I thought we might do one season of West Wing, then maybe jump to one season of Newsroom, then maybe to one season of Sports Night, which is another great Aaron Sorkin show, and just kind of rotate like that until we get through. Or I'm happy to take your suggestions about how to proceed. Um, after we get through that one uh, first season of West Wing. Uh, If you want to just stick with West Wing, let me know. If you want to move on to something else, let me know. And the only way I'll be able to make a determination, other than from my own mind, is if you contact me. And once again, that's sorkincast at gmail.com. Or you can call the listener line, which is 314-669-1840. Make sure to say that you when you leave a message that it is for the Sorkin cast because I use one number for multiple podcasts and you can always tweet me at Sorkin cast. You can follow me there if you wish, which will be the Twitter specifically for this podcast. I don't know how many Twitter accounts I have now. I have way too many Twitter accounts now, but um, any tweets directed towards this show should be directed there as opposed to any of my other Twitters. And uh, I, I don't know what else there is to say about this. Um, should we talk a little bit about West Wing? We'll, we'll begin uh, in the future, in the near future, at the end of June. And we will do the first 11 episodes of West Wing because I have to pre-record those. I'm a musician by profession and, and I tend to do much more touring and, and being away from computers uh, during the summertime than any time else because of the amount of blues festivals or uh, country music festivals or, or that big show, outdoor shows. Um, I'm not around during the summer. So uh, what I'm doing is I'm pre-recording the first 11 episodes, but I don't want you to think that your feedback doesn't matter. What I will do is I will collect all of the feedback that I have accumulated over those 11 episodes, and I will take a week out, and I will actually record all of your feedback, which may be a lot, given, you know, depending on how many listeners I have or how many people who want to chime in, or it may be very little. I mean, it may be a really long podcast, that 12th podcast, or it may be very short. But for the most part, I do want to try and keep these podcasts within an hour time limit because um, that generally covers most people's commute to work, right? Uh, If they want to listen to it that way. And it doesn't detract too much from what you're doing at work if you're working. It allows you to get through it. Some of my previous podcasts have had, uh, gosh, podcasts that have lasted as long as four hours, nearly. 
uh, we're not going to do that to you here. And uh, hopefully we'll save you some megabyte size uh, on your phone as well. And uh, you're transferring if, if you're doing it, your data that way. Also, in the future, when time allows and can be scheduled to have a guest to talk with me about these particular episodes, I will have one for you. But otherwise, you're probably going to be listening to me do a monologue about the episodes. And we will include clips from the episode, um, maybe little categories for different kinds of parts of the episode and that kind of thing. Uh, a little bit of fun in terms of just you know, looking at the show and making it interesting so that you're not hearing my voice monologuing all the time or me and a guest rattling on all the time. You get little breaks from that with what's actually happening in the episode of the television show that we are covering at that moment. Um, but otherwise, like I said, it's probably for the most part just going to be me. So if you've gotten this far listening to me ramble on, that might be about the biggest length of time that you'll ever have to listen to me at any one time. And you might enjoy the podcast. But I, I know that there are some people that like conversational podcasts, and I will try to accommodate you when I can. But again, it depends on my guest schedules. It depends on my schedule. Uh, and like I said, we're having to pre-record a lot of these. So sometimes I have to just stack it right one on top of the other as I record. And I can't, um, you know, can't call uh, our friend Bubba from the Joffrey podcast like at two o'clock in the afternoon and then turn around and call our friend Donald uh, from the Once in a Blue Moon podcast or from uh, podcast Littlefell. Can't turn around and call him at four o'clock um, because schedules just never work out like that. Um, so for the most part, it'll just be me. And see, see how I turned that little monologue into two minutes that wasn't really necessary. I'm good at that. So if that's not your kind of thing, um, then I won't expect you to be subscribing. But I hope you will subscribe on iTunes and you will leave me a review as well on iTunes because that helps me stay more noticeable amongst all of the other great television podcasts. And this is kind of just a bland general podcast. It's going to be hard for me to get noticed. Um, but your reviews... Um, honest reviews too. I mean, I'm not asking you to pump me up. I'm just asking you to, to take the time to write a written review in iTunes. And that helps me a great deal to reach more people so that I can figure out what it is this audience wants in terms of Sorkin related shows. Okay. So I promised you that we'd talk a little bit about the West Wing as a show, since that's what we're going to be covering first, at least the first season of it. So Let's give you just a little breakdown about what that show is. The West Wing first started airing on the NBC network in 1999, September of 1999. It ran for seven seasons. And Aaron Sorkin actually only contributed writing for the show for the first four seasons. I think he did remain on as a consulting executive producer for seasons five, six, and seven. But he was no longer really even the showrunner for for seasons five, six, and seven. Um, but he was left on as a consultant, of course. Now, the show follows a group of young political operatives uh, as they get have gotten a president elected to the White House and their day-to-day -day lives in terms of issues, their personal lives, whatever. Uh, it consists of President jo Josiah Bartlett, 
who is played by Martin Sheen. Um, Press Secretary C.J. Craig, portrayed by Allison Janney, who you might know know from the CBS series Mom. Um, Dooley Hill, who plays uh, the president's body man, Charlie Young. Uh, Janel Maloney, who plays Donatella Moss, who is the assist, personal assistant to the deputy chief of staff. Uh, and that is uh, Joshua Lineman, who is played by Bradley Whitford. Then you have uh, Rob Lowe, who plays Sam Seaborn for the first four seasons. Um, he is the deputy director of communications, one of the main speech writers for President Bartlett. You have Richard Schiff, who is, plays Toby Ziegler, who is the director of communications and is the head speech writer for President Bartlett. Uh, later on, you have the introduction of Joshua Molina, who is an alum of uh, Sports Night from Aaron Sorkin. He came in to play Will Bailey, who takes over the position of Deputy Director of Communications uh, when Sam Seaborn leaves. You also have uh, John Spencer, who plays Leo McGarry, who is the Chief of Staff, being a, a big part of what happens for Josiah Bartlett in terms of re-election, in terms of all kinds of things. Um, he also ends up uh, in the last season running as the vice presidential candidate uh, with a, a new candidate. Um, you also have Stockard Channing, who plays Abby Bartlett. That would be uh, President Bartlett's wife. You have Mary McCormick, who comes in in later seasons, who plays Kate Harper, who is an assistant to the National Security Advisor or is the Deputy National Security Advisor, I think. Um, and in, in very late seasons, you have the uh, bringing in of Alan Alda and Jimmy Smits, who play uh, two candidates running for president um, as, the, as the Bartlett uh, presidency comes to a close. Uh, in the first season, you also get Moira Kelly, who plays Mandy Hampton, who is a media consultant. Uh, and in later seasons, you get uh, Mary Louise Parker, um, famous for other shows as well. Uh, she plays a, uh, a woman representing the women's movement. And you have Anna Devere Smith, who plays a national security advisor. Um, some really great names, a really great ensemble cast um, playing some of these roles. And what the show does is, like I said, basically follows their day-to-day uh, operations and different issues that come up. Um, there's some political intrigue in the show. As I mentioned, with every Sorkin show, there's some overdrama. There's some cheesiness. Again, I look at this more as a guilty pleasure, but I do really enjoy the ensemble work of this cast and the direction and, for the most part, the writing. So that's what we're going to be covering for the first 11 weeks of this podcast. Again, the West Wing um, season one, episodes one through 11 is what we'll be covering until we get our first feedback break. And that's where I would love to hear from you. Once again, Sorkincast at gmail.com or tweet at Sorkincast, or you can, uh, go to Sorkincast.wordpress.com and find the links to everything, including our listener line, which is 314 669 
1-800-227-1840. You made it to the end of my big spiel to try and get you to listen to this podcast. Hopefully, I've convinced you. Hopefully, if I got you to the end here, uh, it won't be the last time that I'll be reaching out to you. But if it is, then thank you for taking the time to listen. And hopefully, we'll see you next time on the Sorkin Cast. Mm-hmm.